Welcome to a brand new face-off. My name is DJ Everly, and alongside me, like he is every Monday afternoon or evening, whenever we find the time to tape our podcast with our busy schedule at Sports Race, Saratoga, and Troy Community News, Stanley Hootie. Stan, I know that was a little bit longer of an intro, but of course, you know, I think we've had a lot of fun discussing American Pharaoh through our various podcasts, and... Sadly, unless he goes in the Breeders' Cup, this could be the last time we get to talk about American Pharaoh. So I think we're going to make it our best podcast yet. And today we debate whether or not American Pharaoh should retire. What's We debate what's next for American Pharaoh. Obviously, um, I'm sure everybody who's listening probably had the chance to watch American Pharaoh run the 146th running of the Traverse Stakes on Saturday. He uh, fell to keen ice, so he, you know, he had his second small blemish on his... Hall of Fame-like resume, and uh, now the question, you know, is what's next? Uh, his, oh, uh, his, one of his owners, Ahmed Zayat, said after the race that he needs to be 100% like the old American Pharaoh to keep going. If he was 1% less, they would probably retire him. And, uh, you know, Bob Baffert sort of was like, oh, slow your roll, let's see what happens. Uh, you know, the Breeders' Cup was a goal that a lot of racing fans had uh, hoped for for American Pharaoh, and... I think it would be great to see him go in that. So, but, you know, it's all question mark. It's all up in the air. So, Stan, start us off. What are your thoughts on the Triple Crown winner in his future? Well, obviously, what was this weekend about? What was this week about? What was this weekend about? You know what it was about, DJ? The fans? Faratoga! Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Naira didn't jump on that like they did everything else. Ten dollar admission, you know, camping hey, admission. Selling, Naira did a s- great selling, job selling the, their souls the for this. Stakes aside from American Pharaoh losing went as smoothly as possible. I was in there, fifty thousand people. It was not jam packed shoulder to shoulder. Absolutely, we told um, everybody. We told everybody to stay away from Saratoga like L.A. for fear of the Walking Dead. You know, if you don't have a ticket, don't come near the place. Tickets were tickets were bought up by locals who then couldn't give them away. Uh, yeah, you know, it was for, my friend bought a ticket Friday evening for twenty three fifty. Yeah, and there was uh, I talked to uh, uh, one of our coaches today, and he said uh, there was a guy uh, in front of uh, Saratoga had forty eight tickets in his hands, really? a local, and basically couldn't give them away <laughs> um, because uh, as much as everybody wanted for fair to see uh, American Pharaoh, you know, uh, the rooms weren't to be had. So well, you know, you know, good luck to Bed Tax and uh, the Zayats for getting a key to the city, which we got uh, quite a few comments. On the Facebook page about that, that was quite the coup uh, for our mayor, apparently, in her eyes. And uh, some of our Facebook uh, fans uh, took umbrage to that. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to the superstar of the day. Yeah. And you know what? You're just going on that. You know what was cool was the fact that they had over 15,000 people at Saratoga Racecourse Friday morning to see him work out. So that was also pretty cool. And you know what? Cool How much did they pay to see him? Zero. Exactly. And that's what the way it should be. That's the only thing Naira got right. I was waiting for a press release to come well, how by much? and say so that. So you're saying that admission was, to Travers should have been free? No, I'm saying that I was shocked that Naira didn't come up and say, oh, yeah, you need a clubhouse admission to see no. five bucks. Oh, I know. Yes, yeah. it should be no, DJ. <laughs> but, but I was shocked that it remained no. I mean, I really, I, I know you've been critical throughout the entire process. But you I don't think Chris K was up there job. in the clubhouse scratching his head going, hmm, boy, you know what? Attendance numbers, more dollars in the in the bank. I, if he could have cashed in on that, he would have. But but back to the real point of the debate. Back here. Uh, back to uh, the superstar at hand, uh, American Pharaoh. Again, uh, my personal apologies to uh, the Zayat family and American Pharaoh because in the middle of the race, 
I was typing in wire to wire on our as a web headline. Oh my god, you're the reason. <laughs> I am it. I am it. It was like screaming no hitter for Mike Fires, and I kept my mouth shut, and he came through, and uh, so you know, really, I thought as soon as he broke and he was in front and being challenged, the challenge didn't bother me. But uh, I, I really thought he was going to do him. it. That was that I, was the reason American Pharaoh lost. I was, I was hoping that uh, at the beginning there. he was going to be a number two to do that. But you know, it would have been cool. It was an absolutely phenomenal race, mm-hmm. phenomenal race. Mm-hmm. And you know what? My opinion is just like all the coaches we talked to this week, uh, doing uh, our two days and going out uh, throughout the capital region talking to coaches. You want You want to have a winning season. But you want to have a competitive season, and you want to have a good experience by the players on your team. One, two, three. American Pharaoh's done that. He won the Triple Crown that right. can be never taken away from him. Right. He competed like a champion. Yep. You know, at the Travers. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, yeah. he lost the Travers. That's okay. Yep. But a lot of great horses have lost the Travers after exactly. You know, who's he in the company with now? Gallant Fox, Secretariat, Affirmed, all lost in the Travers. Okay? That's okay. Uh, Seattle Slough lost his, his fourth race coming out of the, coming out of the Triple Crown. Uh, that was out, out in California. Um, so few horses can go undefeated. So few no, horses can, yeah. can uh, you know, finish their career with a win and things like that. You know, just as we said in the first podcast, it's even more so now. He won the Haskell. He lost the he lost the Travers. You know, go to Ashford Stud in Kentucky, be a horse, be a gallant stallion, and let's talk about you for the next hopefully fifteen years as one of the, one of the top you know breeding stallions you know to ever to ever come across to be sold to Fastig Tipton to win a Triple mm-hmm. Crown to have raced in the Travers. Let 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 that story start now. And you know, I, I you know, I love all your points here, Stan. But look, you do, I do, you know. But but the point here is to have a discussion, a bit of a debate, and that's what we're about to do. All right, Stan. You don't have the nickname Titanic for nothing. Oh, freeze pop. <laughs> oh. Now, you know, all this, you know, American Pharaoh coming. You know, the fact that he has flown cross country so many times. You know. Uh, 10 out, I believe, he's raced, I believe his uh, record is 9-1-0. and 0. He's raced 11 times or so. Only two have been at home, which is incredible. The fact that he's been able to ship everywhere and still be competitive. He didn't, he, you know, he lost this weekend because, you know, Frost had really took all the gas out of him. He didn't have that extra charge and Keen Ice took advantage of it. And, you know, this was about, about to catch up to him. That's great. But think about it this way. How many of the great, you know, great athletes, horse or human, want to go out you know, without, you know, not go out on top. That's what everyone strives for. And the Breeders' Cup is the opportunity to do that. The amount of matchups is a, for matchups and rematches is like a, a horse racing fan's dream. The chance to see him go up against Beholder, which, you know, had, had that great run of the Pacific Classic against an all-male field. that uh, was just blew people's minds. People are calling for that matchup. That would be incredible to see. Something I thought would be great is Liam's map, who was in the Whitney, who uh, really, you know, had that blazing fast start. It would be great to see if America Farrell could catch up, to, uh, you know, with Liam's map. And then, of course, there's all these rematches, possi- you know, possibly. Keen Ice, see if he can go, you know, see if he can get that second win over American Farrell. See if American Farrell can make, you know, you know, you know, come back and take the field. Then you got Frosted. See if he gets his fair shot. Uh, Dortmund. 
Texas Red, Tonalist, all these horses. It's literally like, it's a horse racing fan's dream for this field to actually go in, you know, in full, in its full strength. And it would be incredible to see. American Fair, though, at this point, has nothing to lose. If he's healthy, why not keep going? And that's the important thing. It's if he's healthy, which as far as we can, uh, as far as we've seen, that's the, you know, that's what it is. The case he's healthy and he's doing fine. You know what? You, you rest him for the next couple months. You get him, gear him up ready for October 30th and 31st and give it your best shot. One more race because there's nothing to lose. And it just, what it does is it keeps capturing the attention of horse racing fans across the nation. Horse racing, this sport, we talked about this on our first podcast. What would he mean to the sport? He, this is exactly what he needs. You have over 15,000 people go out and see a three-minute workout. It was packed. You know, there was a good, there's a good chance that there was more people in the stands at Saratoga Racecourse that Friday morning than there were today. On a real day where it was real horse racing and it was a 10-race card. This is, this is the horse that this sport needed desperately. You know, I got to be with, I was with him all week and just, and you admire this horse. The way he acted, just his stature, it was incredible. And one more race, just something that the fans can hold on to. And, an, and it's an opportunity to go out on top with the victory. You know, it, he's beaten a more, the majority of these horses already. There's nothing that makes me think he couldn't do it again. And I think that the near two-month layoff would be great for American Federal to give him time to rejuvenate. So, so are, are are we talking about horse racing? Or are we talking about a movie? Are we talking about the Breeders' Cup Classic? Or are we talking about Hoosiers? Because what you're doing is you're just planning for for American Pharaoh to stay in California, ship back out to Kentucky, yep. you know, for the Breeders' Cup Classic to Keeneland, Give it one more ride, and then one more ride, one more a ride. magical victory, and the horse literally. Rides off into the sunset, literally. You know, at Ashford Stud, you know, mm-hmm. the next day after he wins this, the you know, mm-hmm. the flowers over him, everything like that. But this is again another opportunity where you have unrealistic expectations. Your boy A Rod, comeback player of the year. This falls right into that. Hey, this, why is it an unrealistic expectation? Because, because this horse is incredible, and there's no reason why he can't beat this field again. He's beaten the majority of these horses already. You can't, He's than you can't plan this. This is not a what movie. You can't, you can't have it. this planned ending. Ted Williams gets a home run in his final at bat. Michael Jordan has a game-winning shot. His, fi- his, his rods final his at bat in Yankee is, Stadium. Is, it's great. Those are things that you remember. And those go down this historic moments. Which, and which the great A-Rod's, athletes, A-Rod's, A-Rod's the final great at bat athletes, can't come soon enough. It'll be just the like great the playoffs athletes where he's going to strike out. Where he's going to strike out. This horse is a once-in-a-generation horse. And trust me, you give him another opportunity to ride, but you're he rides saying, off into the sunset. But you're saying that, you, so you're basically saying if he runs the Breeders' Cup, you're guaranteeing he wins, and then he solidifies his place. I'm not. That's what you're saying. But that's what you're well, saying. Well, you can't that's think you won. there's no guarantees in horse racing. I mean, I basically made oh, a guarantee. There, there isn't, but, but you're like. There isn't. But I would oh, make him the that. favorite. Let I would make him the favorite in this race. He, was he the favorite in the Travers? Yeah. What happened? You don't win every race. It's you know, exactly. just like you don't win every game. The Patriots didn't you know go have that undefeated right, season. They lost in the Super Bowl. Right, but you've got this so magical. He's, so he's thinking. coming off of it now. This horse, he knows what it, he remembers what it's like as a three year old to you know have the taste of defeat. No one wants that defeat. You don't want to. Coach Bowen, Coach John Bowen, the head coach of Skyville said he's been at the table, but this time he didn't get to eat. He wants to eat. This horse wants to eat. Stan, I think he ate either way. <laughs> I think he either way. I don't think Bob Baffert said no oats for you. <laughs> you second no oats for you. I don't think that happened. 
I'm just saying. You know, I think that this we're at layoff, the point now. He's at a part where he's got a good, he has a good layoff. He can get his feet off of him. He doesn't need to ship anywhere right now. You know, you just take the next 59 days off and get yourself ready. I think Bob Baffert ideally would like to go in the Breeders' Cup. I, I, it seems like he's more uh, leaning towards it more than the Zayats. And if anything, the Zayats sort of owe him one after what happened over the weekend. Uh, oh, we talked about that. We can imagine <laughs> how long that trip was on that plane with Bob Baffert just staring in the ear hole of uh, of the Zayats about, you know, you know. I don't know. I think the, the mistake I continue to say is the decision was made too late. Just as we thought he wasn't going to come because they dragged their feet, dragged their feet. They make the decision, and I think the layoff, I think the short trip hurt him. Not being able to rest and become well, accustomed to Saratoga, he, I think I, that was a mistake. But when they did get for, here, for the Travers. When they did get here, I asked them if you know if they thought that you know how how was he adjusted? And this was just the day he got there. Like he's already adjusted. And you could just tell. I mean, he was adjusted. And he had that great training session. You know, he's just it was a race where he just he didn't got have beat. it that day. He got beat he exactly. Got beat. He got so, beat. You know what? You give him but another that's chance. Not no guarantee that he's going to win. On, You're right. On Halloween. That's what I'm saying. And there's and there's no guarantee. But at the same time. What do you have to lose? It's not going to affect his, you know, he's still going to be a great stud when that time comes. That, that money's that's not going to change. That deal was made in January. That, that deal's not, that's not going to change. He's still, it's not going to affect how he's going to live the rest of his life. It's just one more race. Give him one more shot. It can this affect, horse wants to run. I can guarantee but, you that. And give him one more shot, one more chance. But the realistic fact is this is horse racing. Yeah. Horse can get injured. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that can impact the rest of his life. That can. You know, I'm just, I, I just can't see it. He's done enough. He's America's sweetheart. Um, he ran one of the greatest races in loss, which I think is all about co- competing. And it's always, you know, literally not, you know, it's not how you win. You know, it's how you play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a phenomenal effort. He was yeah. a competitor and he'll always be known as that competitor. And his loss in the quote unquote graveyard champions and, Shutting the door on a triple crown winner ever coming in the Midsummer Derby, you know that's probably been cemented now. Well, um, you know one thing: you know, if we get a triple crown derby in our lifetime, again, one, this may deter the next well, one. Or the lesson learned which is, is what I th- oh, you know, well prior proper planning. Yeah. Well, what I thought about, you know, and I was reading Jeff Scott's column today, which is coming in our paper tomorrow, and he brought up the point where like both the Zayats and beholders connections you know they defied the odds and they put your best horse they put the the you know the horse when you have a great horse you put him out there in those spots and you see how he does that's what these horses are about it's not shy away from the challenge you put him out in the challenge and that's why you hope that the next time there's a triple crown winner they don't shy away from the challenge just to you know to be afraid they're, they're gonna get lost if you have a great horse he's gonna go out and win almost every day of the week you know he, he, american fair had one one race where he didn't have that extra gas, you know, he got, you know, the fact that he had to stay with Frosted at the beginning of the race really hurt him down the stretch. And like I said, Key Nice took advantage of that. You know, this is another race. You know, I like, I would like to see if he had a different post position. I, I just, I, I this field is so stacked, and it would, like I said in the beginning, it would be a horse racing fan's dream just looking at these names on a piece of paper. I would be holding an American Pharaoh go up against dealer. I personally love to see Liam's map after the way he aggressively ran the. Uh, uh, Whitney, and how he almost had that one. It would just it would be incredible. It would you know I, I there's points on both sides. Look, I mean, you can avoid everything and play it real safe, and you know let him go live the rest of his life his life on the stud farm. I, I understand that, but 
you know, the, these race these horses are only race horses for so long, and especially a triple crown winner doesn't even continue to race past three year olds. You know, a race horses, you know, like Beholders Five, you know, and though you know these types of horses, you know, some the ones who don't get to go on the triple crown, you know, win the triple crown, they keep going. American Fair is not going to keep going. So give the guy one last shot as a as a three year old and in, in his life. Well, I mean, American Pharaoh's going to keep going. He's right. going to keep going He's in the great check. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know his life's Touché. full of clover. You Touché. know, so uh, hopefully he'll be setting some records. <laughs> I'm sure some record time in the breeding shed. But um, you know, again, he has nothing. One, you said it, DJ. He has nothing and to prove. Lose. He, he has no, nothing. nothing. I didn't say he had nothing to prove. He, no, he has nothing to lose. He has nothing to prove. Uh, he's if a you can, with the first but, one in how many? In yeah, how many but decades? if he does, if he does win the Breeders' Cup, it does. And if he doesn't, it, he has nothing to. Right, he does nothing to his, you know, to his legacy. But if he does win, it adds a little, puts him a little bit back in talk. Just like people say, if he was to win the Travers, where does that stack him with the rest of the racehorses in history? I mean, Breeders' Cup is what it is. Is it's the test of the best horses in the nation, not just the best three year olds, which is what all these races have been in the past. This is what, you know, allows, you know, a chance like Beholder to see what they, you know, she can do and other horses. You know, that's that's what's unique about the Breeders' Cup Classic, and which is why it's an intriguing option. Absolutely. If he was to race again, then obviously, you know, the world opens up for other races at Saratoga, you know, for, for different age groups and things like that. Um, I just, of the opinion right now that, you know, I obviously, once again, as I said in our first podcast, you know, uh, you know, ten weeks ago, I don't want to see anything happen to the horse. I just don't like the, no, the don't chances. The chances of something happening, and then you know, not having the opportunity to see further offspring. You know, from uh, from American Pharaoh, I think it's a, it's a two month layoff. I think a lot of things can change market wise and things like that, demands and things like that. I just think he's a triple crown winner. He's second place in the Travers. I think he's he's already solidified his place in history as a triple crown winner. He will be a Hall of Famer. Uh, I think uh, we'll see that plaque going up uh, up on uh, Union Avenue here in uh, just a little bit of time. Uh, as soon as he's eligible, he's already had a Hall of Fame trainer. Uh, Victor Espinosa, obviously, you know, is going to squeeze in. One of the, the best jockeys in the West the, Coast. Uh, yeah, he's got. You know, he's going to have to squeeze in uh, that uh, Halloween run with Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, worked out well for me. Right now, everybody's won. I think. Uh, you know, whether you're at the Saratoga Casino and Raceway or uh, you're at the Sands in Vegas, I, I think you I think you take your winnings and you walk away. Um, I think uh, he's a treasure. As I said in our first podcast, I think I think it's time. I, I really do more than even you know ten weeks ago. Uh, I think it's time. So uh, until uh, October 30th or 31st, we will have to wait and see. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. They said that they're not going to. Bob Baffert said he's not going to make the decision about retirement or the well, the connections probably in general. October twenty eighth, probably. <laughs> they're not going to make them anytime soon. Um, and you know, it's going to be a team effort, just like it was. You know, the Travers. Everybody wanted to come to Zayas. Made sure they defended the, that whole statement because somebody uh, went after um, Ahmed on Twitter and said, you know, Bob did he even want to come to this? And he said he did. He said he did, and it was a pretty intense statement back towards the guy. So they all want to do it. Is they have to be on the same page again? And it's going to see how American Pharaoh, you know, rebounds and is feeling. If it's the same American Pharaoh that I saw show up, if he if he stays the same and the same American Pharaoh that I saw show up Wednesday morning, he'll be running in the Breeders' Cup. We'll see if it's another movie. 
That's going to wrap up uh, another Saratoga on the Record Sports Podcast Network face-off segment. Yep. Face-off podcast. Face-off podcast. Yeah. I didn't write that up there. No, I didn't. Probably should have. Probably. We got to write everything up there. We got a lot of things up there, yep. like our names and things like that. Uh, but by the all spelling means, of our names. we want you to weigh in by calling our sports section at 518-889-9355 because we want you. If you take that literally, you can yell into our uh, hotline. You know, we don't get offended by that. Uh, but the reason we want us to give you a yell is because, believe it or not, 9355, if you look at your touch uh, touch. Uh, Touchpad, touchscreen, touchscreen touch on your device, on your device. whether it be Apple or otherwise, yep. or fruit, sorry, can't say no, you it. Can't, it's okay. No. Yeah. And then it's, it spells out Y-E-L-L, which is yell. Absolutely. So it's, you know. Reach out to us on Twitter at uh, Saratogian, uh, Saratoga Sports, and also at Troy Record Sport. Uh, and and also, at the Pink Sheet. And at the Pink Sheet for uh, the final week. Yeah. As well as uh, a lot of traction on our Facebook pages at, Sar- at uh, Saratogian. Troy Record and also our newly branded uh, sports uh, Facebook page, Suburban Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, reach out Good to stuff. there. A lot of the comments we talked about the key to the city, and also some really great comments about uh, American Fair that we'll be posting uh, uh, on our sound off. So, uh, yeah. uh, just like uh, American Fair, traveling across country, DJ, take us home. <laughs> well, we hope you had the pleasure, you know, listening to our podcast. Stan and I enjoy it every week, and you know, we hope you'll enjoy listening to us, and we treasure. Every listen we get. So with that being said, Stan. As always, until next time, uh, two more podcasts coming at you uh, Wednesday afternoon with our Just a Bit Outside podcast. Yeah. And then... Uh, some our, point Thursday. And on Thursday, uh, the the kickoff, truly the kickoff for high school sports uh, in the Capital Region and our Suburban Sports Roundup podcast. Yeah. So until then, until the next listen, until the next email, until the next sound off call... Enjoy the game. And the ponies.